Welcome to the Pacey Performance Podcast. Today, I'm speaking to sports scientist for the Brazilian national football team, Guilherme Passos Ramos. tuned in to episode 315 of the Pacey Performance Podcast. So this week marks the announcement that the Pacey Performance Podcast has had 5 million downloads. So before we get into this chat with Guillaume, I wanted to say a big thank you to everyone for their constant support over the last seven years to make up those 5 million downloads. So this episode with Guillaume, Guillaume was put on to me by Alan McCall, who works at Arsenal Football Club. And when Alan recommends someone, I definitely, definitely listen. So we managed to get Guillaume on. Super, super nice guy. Obviously, Guillaume does not, English is not his first language, which I have so much respect for when people come on the podcast and speak in English when it's not their first language. However, his English is absolutely superb. So in this episode, we talk about his role in the Brazilian national football setup, his work as a sports scientist in the recovery space, in the athlete tracking space, how he communicates with coaches, the culture around the coaches and the interaction between the sports scientists, which I find absolutely fascinating. And Brazil are the most recognized football or soccer nation in the world. So it's great to get an insight into how they work. So over to Guillaume, I'd love your feedback on this. I think it's a superb episode, but as always, love your feedback. This episode of the Pacey Performance Podcast is sponsored by Perch. Perch enables velocity-based training, no strings attached. Engineered at MIT, Perch uses small and mobile cameras to monitor and manage weight room performance without detracting from it. By passively collecting speed and power data, delivering it in real time to athletes and storing it for post-workout analysis, Perch enhances workouts, reduces injuries and saves time. Perch works with every level of organisation, from the 2019 National Championship LSU football team to the NFL's New York Giants, military installations, high schools and to a number of growing sports performance facilities and even individual garage gyms. Perch is portable, easy to install and intuitive to use, making it ideal for every facility and every training goal. No more pre-workout setup, no more attachments to athletes and barbells, no more broken strings. Set Perch up once and optimize every rep. Reach out to Perch today and for exclusive deals and offers, tell them Rob sent you by going to perch.fit forward slash Pacey. This episode of the Pacey Performance Podcast is sponsored by Kitman Labs. So Kitman Labs partners with leading sports teams to help them consistently achieve the highest levels of performance by increasing the impact of their data. So over 200 teams across the globe rely on Kitman Labs' performance intelligence platform to quantify the costs of performance and injury and receive the right insights at the right time. Through unique outcome-driven analytics and the most advanced athlete management system, teams can align their organizations around a shared view of what it takes to drive performance and health and move at the speed of sport to adjust and continuously improve. If you want to know more about Kitman Labs, head over to www.win.kitmanlabs.com forward slash impact. This episode of the Pacey Performance Podcast is sponsored by iMeasureU. 
So used by leading sports practitioners and biomechanics researchers worldwide to capture and compare multi-limb inertial data in the field, IMU Step from iMeasure U is a dual sensor and app lower limb load monitoring tool which helps practitioners optimize return to play for running based sports. So iMeasure U have just released their new and improved waterproof sensor Blue Trident which includes ultra high G capabilities to quantify high impact steps such as cutting, landing and sprinting, longer battery life to collect data all day, real-time feedback to aid immediate interventions and faster workflow so practitioners can review long training sessions within minutes of training completion. I Measure You, now part of Vicon, works with military, pro and collegiate coaches and athletes from around the world, including the Australian Institute of Sport, US Department of Defense and collegiate and pro teams from around the world. If you want to get to know more about I Measure You, head over to their website, imeasureyou.com or follow them on Twitter or Instagram at imeasureyou. So without further ado, over to the episode with Guillaume Passos Ramos. Thanks for tuning into the Pace Performance Podcast. So today I'm delighted to welcome Guillaume Passos Ramos. So welcome to the podcast, mate. Uh, thank you very much, Rob. It's, a, it's a, a pleasure to be here with you. As I've listened to many of your podcasts, I'm a big fan of this, this podcast. So it's a, a pleasure, my pleasure to be here. Thank you very much. No, thank you very much. The one thing I've got to say, I messed it up. The one thing, which is your name, I've, I've messed it up. So we're all good. You're all good. But thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on. But it was Alan McCall at Arsenal that um, that made the introduction. So I really appreciate, uh, really appreciate Alan for making that. It's great to get you on. Anyone that doesn't know who you are and what you do, do you want to give us a bit of an introduction, your background, education, and what you're currently doing in Brazil? Sure. Uh, first of all, I'd like to also thank you, uh, Alan. He's a very good friend and nice person. So, and do, 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 do not care about saying my name correctly. So just call me Guy. <laughs> that's okay. It's my nickname here in Brazil. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually I'm the sports scientist of the Brazilian national team, the pro team. Uh, I, I work at CBF, the 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 Brazilian Football Confederation, for seven years as a sports scientist, and I. I I'm the pro team style sports scientist uh, from two years until now. So uh, I'm graduating in, in physical education here in Brazil. So I did my master's in, in physiology, which we say physiology or, or sports science, and my PhD also in, in sports science. So in my master's, I studied thermoregulation in, in athletes. In my PhD, I studied load monitoring in, in football players. So that's my 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 background. I I in in university. So I also work in 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 a swim team, in a pro swim team here in Brazil for two years. And with uh, I work in a professional team. Uh, the name is Cruzeiro. Uh, but many years ago, with my supervisor, my master's degree supervisor. So I used to to go to the, the team to help him. And I guess that time I, I started learning a bit more about uh, uh, sports science applied in, in soccer. Did, did Cruzeiro play in black and white? Uh, Cruzeiro actually plays in blue and white. Blue and white, oh, blue okay. And white. Yeah, the other really? team from Minas plays in, in, in black and white, athletic. Okay. Yeah. Yes. At, okay. At, at the time, I got the, a really good opportunity from this uh, my supervisor. His name is Emerson Silami. He's, he's 
he's a, a, he's a fam famous person here in Brazil as a sports scientist. So uh, he was a, a professor of uh, UFMG, the Federal University of Minas Gerais. And uh, I, I think at that time, he was the only guy that could be a, a professor at the university and at the same time a sports scientist at one, one big team in the first Brazilian division. So all his studies could have the opportunity to, to go to the university and also work or help him or uh, doing some testing precision with the, with the team. So it was an a incredible experience for a, for a student during his, his university period. So that was, that was I, I think that it helped many of sports scientists here in Brazil to, 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 to get into the, the professional football and, and so on. How many, how many sports scientists work at the, the CBF? Uh, I started working there seven years ago. So that was any sports scientist working there yeah. full time. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I, I, I'm pretty sure that I'm the first one that what, uh, actually how, how it works, just to, to have an idea. Uh, mm. CBF uh, invites the, or, uh, the professionals to work with the team, so the youth team. So when they invite one, 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 one youth team, so they, they invite the sports science, the, the coach. It used to be like that many, many years ago, seven years ago. And when I start working, when I start, I was summoned at my first time to, to work with the under 15 female team. So my first time in CBF was under 15 female team. So I, I, I guess that I, I did a, a, a good job at the time. We, we didn't have many equipments to do tests or player monitoring or something like that. So I, 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 I bought some, I, I bought some, some equipments. I brought some, I borrowed from, from the university, some of them. And I showed the, the, the CBF persons at the time, the managers, the real value of those uh, informations. And at that moment, I, I started coming back with the under 17, under 20 professional female team. And at that time, they, they were rebuilding the, the training center with a new structure, new facilities. So they could see the, 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 the value of the information. And they invited me to be part of the training center. So to, to, to work in the training center and manage all the equipments. Not many at that time, just one isokinetic equipment, one uh, spirometer, is that right in English? Okay. The, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. To, to measure VO2 and some treadmills for tests, not many. But they could saw the, 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 they could see the, 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 the value of this, this, all this info. So I started at that time and I, I, I asked them for one year, I guess one or two years to buy some more equipment like GPS, we, we bought catapult, later on we bought many heart rate monitors. And I started doing some load measurement during the training sessions. So at that time in the training center, we could get all the teams that, that went to the training center to, 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 to train there for a period before a month tournament, I could monitor them. So, so I was showing all the time the value of all this information. And as they could see that, 
they later on they invited another sports science to work at CBF for the female team, just exclusive for the female team. Uh, in the professional team, they were using to invite one one physiologist, but from one club. So he used to work with the pro team just when, uh, just during the FIFA period, not 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 uh, the other time he wasn't he was working with his club. So later on, they invited me to be part of the pro team in 2000 after the World Cup of 2018. So I, I uh, to be just exclusive to the, the pro team and they invited um, they, they employed another person to be a sports science of the training center and youth team so now we are three sports scientists nice. just to tell you all the story how it, it yeah it, no that's that's interesting happen yeah it's interesting that brazil been such a football soccer dominating dominating nation and I suppose we see sports science here in the UK or in Australia that's been around pretty a little bit longer um, so it's interesting to to see that from uh, from your point of view and, and and in Brazil so do do a lot of the clubs in the in the top league in Brazil will have sports scientists yeah yeah okay. I, I in the professional league the the series the, the, the A series uh, all of them all yeah. of them have sports scientists yeah. I guess at that time only CBF uh, wasn't one with one 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 sports scientist. Uh, maybe because uh, they were inviting all the time people to work with. But uh, later on, they they could see the, the the value of the the sports science being there all the time. Mm-hmm. So with with your role being solely exclusively with the national senior team, when they're not in camp, when they're not in training camp and friendlies and, and tournaments. What are you doing in terms of, a, from a monitoring perspective, to keep track of your players and get the information that you need so when they are in camp, you you, you know what's going on and you can you can guide training? So when when, when Chichi came to the national team, he, he, he came with a huge staff. So it was a good thing for CBF. He came with four assistant coaches and also with one one physical coach. And when Fabio came to the national team, we started doing feedbacks to all of all the, the teams, all the, 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 the player teams. So we, we, we could have, we could um, uh, grow or we could create a good relationship with them. So nowadays, when we are not with the players, with us, we and and sometimes the coach can see one specific situation like like it, it happened just now in this in the, for this next next FIFA period. Uh, he would like to invite one player that uh, actually plays in a midfield as a midfielder, but this player already played as a fullback, and our coach would like that this 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 guy could play for us as a fullback, but he's playing as a midfielder. So and this. In this kind of situations, the coach asks us if he, if he, this guy, this player can can have the the physical condition to play as a fullback, and in his tactical the tactical role that our coach wants that he, he can play. So we, we ask the club all the information from the, this player, so the GPS information, the physical tests, uh, and also we know that this specific player already played as a fullback. So I got all the match that this player 
played as a fullback, and, and I could uh, compare the the data against our uh, fullback when when our players played as a fullback, and from the 2018 fullbacks during the World Cup, all the tracking data. So I put everything together, and I can see if 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 this player already did that that volume that high intensity speed so all this kind of stuff to tell the coach or oh, I, I i we we have an idea that he can help the 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 this, this situation as you want so this one specific situation uh in in other situations i i watch many many matches uh, me and fabio we we also watching all the matches from the the possible uh, summoned players so the coach or the coach used to give us one one list of 40 or 50 players that can have the, the chance to be summoned to the national team. So me and Fabio, we can ch check all the matches and watch many of these matches. And whenever we have some doubts about the physical condition of the player, we also send an email to the, 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 the team and ask all the information. Uh, the, the main thing I, 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 I can see that we, we need to understand uh, football. The, the, the technical and tactical aspect, not not as much as a coach or assistant coach, but we must understand that uh, to, to, to watch the maths and see what's happening and to contextualize the, the physical data with what with the with the tactical and technical context and to, to, to try to put everything together to give one one feedback to the to the coach. That's that's what we do when we are not uh with the players uh, or actually we are not with them most of the time right so we we, we ask uh, uh, sometimes we are the club may may think I, I imagine so they are asking again but but i think that's that's the the, the best uh for the players and and we, we will have the chance to have all the good information to someone or to the coach and uh, to give it to the coach and the coach can have all the the best information to to be fair, to invite one one or another player to the national team. How, what, what percentage of players that are invited to the national team are actually playing in Brazil? Uh, playing Brazil, uh, it, it, it depends on the okay. situation, but uh, most of the time, uh, three or four players in 23. Yeah, so that makes yeah. it even harder to get harder information because you're dealing with European clubs, different yeah. time zones, different language. Oh wow! Okay. Most, most of the time is is uh, from international clubs. Yeah. So here in Brazil, it's it's much easier. Yeah, of so course. I have the contacts of all, all the sports scientists in the and the first division of the Brazilian national team, but. Around the world, we also have many contacts, but sometimes, uh, as happened now, Juventus, like for example, Juventus changed his its its technical staff, so changed the, the physical coach. So we need to make another contact, ask the the name of the persons, so uh, introduce us, and try to to have all the time a good relationship with them, to 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 give them the, the info and get from them also. Do you think, you mentioned about the importance of having good technical and tactical information from, oh, sorry, technical and tactical understanding. Is, is that, do you think that's emphasized even more because of 
Brazil's culture as a footballing nation with the emphasis more on that than the physical? I guess so. Yeah, okay. uh, Brazilian players, they are so famous. Uh, I think so more about their technical and tactical uh, and especially technical skills. So uh, it, it, I, I guess it, it has one 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 behavior in the country and about that. I'm pretty sure that it, it happens. So we, we need to understand uh, these technical and tactical aspects. Our coaches, they look uh, so much ab about that. They, they care about that from the players. And sometimes if you interpret like one physical info just with the numbers without seeing what happened in the match, uh, you can give uh, to the coach or technical staff a completely uh, wrong answer. So about the, the physical, the player physical state. And as we know, the, the physical aspects uh, in, in matches are, are so related to the contest. So it, it's impossible to give any feedback uh, without watching or seeing what happened. I used to say that uh, a sports science must be beside the field, watching the training. I'm not telling about the match. I'm, I'm also talking about the training session. It must be beside the, the, the I'm, I'm, I'm saying beside, right? Beside yeah, the field. Yeah, 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 yeah. It must be beside the field, watch all the, the training session, not just be, uh, uh, how can I say, be in the back of the, uh, the computer, yes. just look in the screen. That's yeah. terrible. I, 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 don't, I, I don't believe that the, the, the right way to work as a sports science. So you need to watch the match, see what the coach is saying, uh, feel the, 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 the environment, uh, what the, the player did right, did wrong in a tactical and tactical aspect to interpret, maybe also to interpret his RPE after the session. So it happens many times. So I, I think th that's why uh, we need to understand tactical and tactical aspect. When you're... In a tournament, have you been, have you been in a tournament yet? With, with the national yes, I, I I've been in youth with youth teams, and also with the pro team the last uh, Copa America. Copa year. America, yeah, yeah, in two thousand nineteen. Yeah. Okay, so w when you're you're collecting lots of data during tournaments, what do you really really value when it comes to load monitoring in tournaments? Given how quick. The games come around every two to three days. Obviously, lots of pressure. Pretty lots of pressure again because you're Brazilian. You expect to win all the time. We all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, what do you really value when it comes to the data that you collect? Yeah, nowadays we are collecting data from uh, external and internal loads, so GPS data, um, RPE each session, and also to to monitor recovery, we measure CPK, thermal images, and and we try to put everything together to have some some decision about the feedback for the the next load, the next training load. So for us, all this information are are very important. So uh, I look all of them, but many times working with a uh, a high level athletes, in my point of view, like those professional athletes that come to the national team, uh, their their RPE together with their feedback or what, with what they are feeling, 
is is very very important so you need to listen to that so the training load the gps the the, the cpk the thermal imams everything together with the athlete feedback and and sometimes you need to you need to to contextualize also when you have uh, uh, like an on an old player or an older player uh, and that already came to the national team many times and he's a very good player he knows that with with this performance he would come back all the time uh, just be regular in his team so he's much more uh, how can I say you, you can trust much more his info whenever you come uh, whenever one youth player comes to the national team his uh, info about what he's feeling is, is not trustable. So you need to, to know that. So it's, it's quite hard. If you just look to the RPE after session, uh, same load for, for, the, for both players, uh, they will have completely different RPE just because they, they, they want to be here. They want to train next session, the, the youth players. The old players, they know what they, they can do. So we, you, you can trust a bit more. So I, I think I'm just contextualizing the, 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 the info that they, they tell us. But also I use, uh, I, I believe that high-speed running is a, a quite good info to, to, or to manage between sessions so, uh, or, or between matches. I think this, this nowadays, this info, uh, you, you must look at and see the player behavior and see if it's above, under, or the training session uh, that he used to do is, is completely different in this specific metric. So we can uh, have some adjusts in the next session or maybe talk to the coach to, to, to have these adjustments about the pitch size to increase or decrease the, the exposure to high-speed running. That's, uh, there are a lot of, of, of metrics that I, we can discuss about. The literature has many, many info about each one of them, but telling you what I look more is the high speed running, RPE, what player tell you, and, uh, and and that's it. And I and I these are more valuable. So the other thing that I measure, I look, I take in account. But these three, I can say that's that has a lot of value. Can you talk to us a little bit more about the thermal imaging? Yeah, we have we have a thermal camera. So we, we measure thermal images uh, after, after each, uh, 48 hours after each match. So we try to, to create like a thermal profile of the player after a match. And, and we try to figure out if uh, the player got one, one difference, one high difference in, in, in temperature, in leg temperature. So in one spot, or in, in one on, or one leg uh, com, uh, compared to the other one, so we can have an idea <clears throat> with what happened with uh, with the load during the match. If the player got one 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 hit in his leg, so we we can see or try to see by the the thermal image. We have we have some. How can I say? I I, I believe that the. I, I'm not not sure how can I tell it by in English. So sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, how can we interpret the image? I think the the, the image interpretation is is valuable because many times we try to put uh, like numbers uh, in the image. Some people are trying to create some softwares to 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 give you just one number. So one degree difference between uh, right leg 
compared to the left leg. And, and sometimes it, it, it spread all the, the, the leg, so it's not so important. If it's in one, one, one small spot, so it's more important. So you need to see the number and also interpret the image. Like in, in how can I, resonance, I don't know the name in English, is MRI. Okay. So yeah, sometimes yeah. Is, you can see the, the, the you, you need to interpret the image also, the spot where it happens. So it's, it's a kind of, it's the way that we try to use this, this thermal image. Is the is the, the it, thermal image? It was clear. And, and, yeah, very clear. Uh, yes, okay. yes, very clear. Um, so the thermal imaging camera is that portable? Do you take that with you to to tournaments and to games? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's portable. Yep. So it's yep. a it's a kind of a big uh, photo camera. Okay. Yeah. So we can have images. The the, the hard part is to 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 uh, normalize everything to to put the camera at the same. Uh, distance all the time to have the same room uh, temperature, so to to have a good image quality. So that's the hardest part working with that. So we, uh, we are traveling to hotels all the time. Not of not all of them have the same structure to put the camera and view the the, the physiology room. <laughs> so that 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 uh, how we work with that. So we're just going to take a very quick break in the chat with Guy, hope you're enjoying part one. So over in part two, we discuss more around working with coaches and the culture of Brazilian football and how the head coach of the Brazilian national team actually likes to work and work with his sports scientists and uh, non-technical staff. Then we discuss a lot around recovery, which I know is something that Guy is really interested in especially around tournaments and even in camp when recovery is just a big thing because obviously physical uh, development is not necessarily going to happen in that in that situation so recovery from games and training being absolutely key so interesting part two coming up with Guy. But just before we do dive into part two I want to say a big thanks to Hawking Dynamics for sponsoring this episode today. So Hawking Dynamics offer the world's first wireless force plate testing system. So the Hawking Dynamics system is built around what coaches want so they can test in the real world and not just in the lab. So you're able to capture reliable data on all athletes in a matter of minutes and monitor progress from their cloud-based system from anywhere in the world. So as I've mentioned, the Hawking Dynamics force plates are wireless, which means they're portable, and they're also trusted by teams at a number of different levels in a number of different sports. So integrating force plates into your athlete monitoring system uh, could not be easier and more affordable. So if you want to get to know a little bit more about Hawking Dynamics or actually see their plates in action, head over to the website, uh, which is hawkingdynamics.com, um, which you can, I mean, you can also schedule a demo, and follow them on Twitter at Hawking Dynamics. And also sponsoring this episode today is Black Box Fitness. So Black Box Fitness are a sports performance equipment manufacturer based in Belfast in Northern Ireland. So if you are looking for a full gym fit out, if you're lucky enough to be looking for a full gym fit out, or just want to add additional pieces to what you've already got, whether that be barbells, dumbbells, plates, maybe a new rack, some flooring, etc., etc., have a little look at what 
that Black Box Fitness can offer. So you can head to their website, which is blkboxfitness.com, or for a more informal view of what they do, head over to their Instagram because they've got some really cool images of some of the recent projects that they've run in Australia, in the UK, in Europe, etc. So head over to their Instagram, which is at blkboxfitness, and they're the same on Twitter. I'm just interested with with how Brazil play, very possession based, and how that differs from your the players that will go to Europe and play in different styles, and how that affects them from a physical point of view in terms of how they play for their clubs versus how they're expected to play for their country, and how you manage that from a national team point of view to make sure that they are ready to play the style that you want them to play from a national team level? Yeah, not that I want that they play, but the coach. <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 coach, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Because just, just. Yeah. <laughs> here in Brazil, uh, whenever we, 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 as a sports scientist or a physical coach, or we, we start talking too much about technical and tactical aspects, that's dangerous. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's okay. So, uh, yes, it's, a, it's a, a, a concern that we have all the time. So many times they are playing different positions or, or, or different tactical aspects in their club. And talking also about clubs, training and, and tactical aspects, I think that's not just related about the country. It's more related about the, the the coach and the technical staff that work with the with the players. So just to to explain better, uh, if you check like uh, Premier League teams that has maybe one Spanish coach or one uh, uh, from one coach from Portugal, the the physical aspect of the match is completely different from one 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 coach that is from England. Actually, it's from England. So and it happens in Germany, in Italy. So uh, many times the, the the main difference is more related with the the, the coach and the team staff and nationality, not the actually the 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 country that is from the team. So that's the the, the, the difficult part. As we asked the, the 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 team, like the for one one period with the national team, the, the player uh, load four weeks or five weeks before. They come to the national team. We have we can have a good idea what the player did in the field. So sometimes uh, we, we 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 can ask our coach to build pro- progressive pro- uh, progressively. How can I say that? Uh, to build progressively. Progressively, yeah, 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 yeah. progressively <laughs> they load uh, in in respect to what he wants that they play uh, doing in a in a tactical and technical aspect. I think that. What we can do to to tell or discuss with the coach, and also we can try sometimes when it's quite different. So it, if it increases, but if it if it decreases, that's okay. So the the player can can do that. He won't be so so tired. He can recover for the next session. But if it if it increases, so we can do some some recovery sessions or try to, some some strategies to. Uh, speed his his recovery. That's that's why I, I that's how we work. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I answered your no, no, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So, so when when the guys come on camp, come back, I'll come back to Brazil. Do you all meet in Brazil, or do you sometimes meet in Europe? Does everyone always come home? 
Uh, no, we, we many times we meet in Europe. Yeah. We are yeah, in South Europe. Yeah, yeah. 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 Especially for a friend match, friend, friendly match. South America tournament, uh, uh, World Cup qualifies. Uh, we play one one match at home and one 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 abroad. So we we, we used to match in between in home, but friendly matches and World Cup, everything is outside. Copa America next year will be in in, in Argentina and Colombia, so we met outside, maybe. So so when when the guys when you all get together, from a physical uh, point. Sorry, I did you are wrong. For World Cup and uh, sorry for big tournaments, you used to meet in, in at home. Sorry, yep. D- depending of the 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 distance that we're gonna play, where we're gonna play, but we meet at our training center, at Granja Comari, is a small city close to here, and we we can train there for one or two weeks before traveling to to the to the tournament. But for friend friendly matches, what happened? All the, the year, uh, many times during the year, we, we meet uh, outside the country. Okay. So from a physical point of view, when you all get together for, for friendlies, what what physical aims do you have as a sports scientist? Is it a matter of just making sure they're fit and healthy and you're not doing too much compared to what they're used to? Or do you have an individual... A national physical aim for that period of time when you're together because you're not together that much no when you are together it's for a short period of time with probably two maybe three games so from a physical point of view that's difficult to make any specific changes is it just a case of keeping the guys fresh and fit and ready to, ready for the game and recovered yeah that's that's the point you already answered what yeah, I yeah. <laughs> that's the point it, yeah. we, we have two two different ways to work for friendly matches that we have a uh, nine days FIFA period actually is nine days with the players, uh, and they will have two matches during this time, and also they will come from one match from their clubs, so they will arrive in the in the camp forty eight hours from the last match, and most of them play as they are quite good players, they yeah. play nine minutes, so that's that's complicated to to increase their physical state in two days or or three days so our main concern is to recover them and our also our main concern is to have the players in this situation we increase the concern about the, their physical condition in their clubs so we they need to be playing uh, many matches many minutes to be with us so we, we have the 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 uh, we, we know that they are in a good fit, fit situation. So when we have like long uh, tournament, like World Cup, Copa America, um, if they play, got one injury just a few weeks before or, or something like that, he's not playing all the time, but he's so important as a, for, for the coach, for the tactical and technical aspect of the team. So we, we can we can do something to increase his physical condition, do some balance tests, and try to in, to improve him for the beginning of the tournament. So that both ways. With recovery being such a key aspect of when you guys are together, is there anything that you do specifically to try to help help that recovery process along? Any protocols that you use? So the main thing that I I 
I believe as a sports scientist is uh, the main things. <laughs> main things are the main things. So uh, good nutrition and also good sleep. That's the 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 the, the point that I. I believe that can help them a lot. So how we can help them with that? So I work together with the, as I, I stay all the time, the managing building CBF, I can work really close to the, the, the manager, the team manager. So whenever the manager, me also me and, and the physical coach. So whenever the manager think in a hotel, in a plane, in a in a travel for the athletes in a, in a charter or airplane charter that we're going to travel to one place to another we discuss about the time uh, moment what time is better what time will be the 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 meal in the plane what time will be the 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 meals in the hotel uh, the jet lag from each player so we try to discuss all of that to give them the best situation to sleep and to eat a quite good food so that's the main thing. So later on, we we have all the all the the things to try to recover them better. So compression boot, uh, garments, compression boots, ice bath, um, uh, laser LEDs. So everything to try to to uh, to to them recover quickly. So but what what I put all my effort to try to say to them the importance to sleep and 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 eat well and also take off we, we don't take off their phones but we ask them to sleep uh early do not be in the phone all the time uh the travel we, we sometimes i send them some info before come to the friendly match i used to create like one one infographic to say them oh you're com uh, coming from uk you are uh with this time jet lag so you're your flight is is 9 a.m. So sleep uh, the first part, be awake in the second part. So you arrive here in Brazil already uh, sleepy because he, it, it's going to be night here. So I, I send them everything. I'm just giving one, one yeah, example yeah. here. I send them everything to, to fill this, this, this information. And, and it, it happens many times. It, it, it works many times. So... I think they, they, they listen. They listen what we are saying. So uh, good athletes, uh, high-level athletes, they, they know what, what, what's good for them and when we are caring of them. So yeah. they, they, they know that. It's, it sounds like you've got a really close relationship with the manager, the, the, yeah. the, the head coach. And we, 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 work, uh, we work together every day, all the time, when we are not with the players. So I used to be part of the meetings, the technical and tactical meetings every day. So I can listen what they are saying uh, about the players, and and I know what they they are they are doubts about the players. So that's quite important for me. So to know they are doubts, what they thinking about the technical and tactical aspects, so I can put it together with the physical aspect that I, I imagine. Mm -hmm. Just just going back to the data side of things and the. The different streams, the RPEs, the GPS, the internal load. How are you pulling that together to make something that's meaningful not only to you but to the to the technical coach and the head coaches that you've got such a good relationship with? Sure. Uh, nowadays, I, I use some uh, BI software uh, okay. like uh, Power BI. So 
uh, I used to say that I'm, I'm, I'm almost changing my job to be an IT guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All the time dealing with uh, so calculations and in, in connection with uh, getting crazy with that. So I, I put everything in this kind of software, all this information, and I try to, to get some calculations or correlations uh, with some kind of trainings. And actually for coach and, and, and technical team, I used to give them just the, the, the important thing. I, I don't send them graphs, all kind of graphs, all kind of reports. That's my job. I need to interpret all of them and, and tell them just what is important for, for each coach. Uh, I, I used to say that many, some years ago, I started doing my report with many graphs of fancy colors and, and all this kind of stuff. And I sent it to the coach when I was working with the youth team. They, they, when I arrived to the dinner, they asked me everything that was there. So they, they couldn't read all that graphs. They, they, they have many things to, 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 to care about, not be reading. So they asked me, oh, I, I start thinking, Oh, it's in the graph. Couldn't you see that? So, <laughs> and and what I I start doing, I used to write a uh, a short paragraph with everything, so the uh, the coach need to know. So sometimes I can send them one graph, one chart bar, uh, info about CPK, but I, I I used to write first. I write what I think about all the data, but in one paragraph, so they can have everything in one short paragraph and they have all the important info. So he, if you want to know more, I will be there. So I'll be in the meeting. I will talk with him. So I can help him interpret and I can say specifically of each athlete. But uh, in my opinion, just to tell the important thing for the coach, not many graphs, not many data. So it's, it's for us to, to mm-hmm. interpret all this data. How much of an influence is what's going on in Europe how does how does what's going in Europe influence you guys in Brazil from a sports sports science point of view? Uh, in my point of view, it influences a lot. So uh, actually, Europe is is I, I imagine we, we have a very good sports scientist in Brazil, but I, I guess that in Europe it's much more sports science is much more applied on the field. So we have much more sports science in the clubs, so managing all the data. So I'm not sure about the reports for the coaches, that they, 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 how they deal with the coach, because I, uh, I don't know all the clubs, but uh, Europe is so, so good in that. So I, I think, especially England, you have a, a lot of a, a good sports scientists. Many times a sports science doing their PhD inside the clubs, so we're studying something that it's not applied at that moment, but can be in in in, in few years. So it can help the the the, the club in, in, in a few months or a few years. So that's quite that's what what I can see. I don't know if you think the the same way uh, about Europe actually, but I, I think you you already in, in that spot. We are trying to to do that as we build our our. In our training center in 2019, I wrote a project to, to build a, a huge a huge gym with all, all kind of technologies. So you can measure force balance, force plates, 
North Borg, uh, uh, power encoders to measure uh, power, uh, bar speed, and all this kind of stuff, to maybe in a few years we're going to have like some kind of students, PhD students with us doing some studies in the youth teams or maybe in pro teams to get some sites on that equipment to help us. Actually, you're already using that, but sometimes we can answer questions in one week. So you need to repeat, 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 and, 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 and get one, one good info in, in, uh, that will be applied in, in a few months. Or, uh, I, I think that Europe is a, a little bit in front of us in, in this kind of aspect. Mm -hmm. So your, a lot of your players, like we've all, like we said a couple of times, are in Europe, and there may be a, a bit more of a culture of what you just said about being in the gym, strength training. Is that starting to influence what's going on in Brazil as well? I'm just, I, I'm, just, I'm thinking that, it, like we've said again, that it's more technical and tactical, but then players are going off and been influenced by these more European coaches. Are they bringing that back and expecting to go in the gym and be more physical? I guess. Yes, uh, sure. That's for sure. When players they they travel to Europe, Europe that have more this physical aspect, and they sometimes they 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 uh, get some personal trainer with them, and sometimes just the club culture, and they can see that if they don't have the physical aspect, they won't play in some European leagues. So it's quite physical, and and they also see that it helped them a lot. So in in in, in field. And whenever they come back, we, we, we always used to say, we see when the players already went to, to Europe. So it's easy. When it, the player come back, so different, a different behavior about physical condition, physical state, physical training, uh, pre-training, uh, injury prevention sessions, uh, we, we can see it clearly. And it, it's quite good because the player come back and whenever we have one player that's that never never been in, in Europe and they are together so that's quite quite good we don't need to 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 be telling all the time the player that he needs to improve his physical state when he see one or another another player just taking care about his, his body change his be behavior at the same time so I I, I, I pretty agree with, with that it, it's so clear from a Brazilian national team point of view, and you've, you've talked about it a little bit, what's what's the thing that you're working on next? What do you think you, you need to improve on from a, a sports science perspective? You mentioned about the training center and the, the potential PhD students you know, working with different technologies. Is there anything else that you guys are focusing on to take your take the CBF to the, to the next level? Uh, I, I think we actually... I'm not sure it's, if it's about uh, the, the sport science, but it, it's related to the sport science. But we need to to uh, increase our our tournaments level all the time. Think on that. So if we if we do that, we will have better players, and we we can put more value on or put more value on sport scientists in their clubs, so they can improve with this physical aspect of uh, physical view to improve physical state of the athletes in youth teams and also in pro teams to increase the tournament uh, uh, level. So I, I, I think that it can, can increase uh, everything, can, can put everything better. 
but actually we have many difficult things here in Brazil. As uh, our club, they play a lot of uh, uh, team clubs. They, they play a lot of matches. So some teams here play like uh, 68, 70 matches a year. We have a huge country, so they travel from north to south in less than three days to play matches. So sometimes it's hard to 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 just say, oh, you need to increase the physical capacity of our players. But how I can do that if they play every day, if they play twice a week, like for 10, 10 11 weeks during the year? So that's hard. So it, it's, it's hard to, to say one, one specific thing that we can do to, in a, in a sports science point of view, to improve everything. So I, I, I and also, as we know that Europe has uh, more financial power, all of our best athletes, they when they start uh, playing well, they are they they go to to Europe. So sometimes uh, it's it's I think that's a balance of everything. So if if we could keep all our best players here in Brazil, we will have a high a higher level of tournament. Mm -hmm. So maybe it could help, but it's yeah. impossible. So uh, many many points that we can discuss here to 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 improve that. I think so. So from you personally, with your research, what's what's coming next for you? Uh, next for me, I think that uh, we'll, we need to, to search more, uh, research more in, in my job about the, the player's time, uh, the player's different recovery times. Okay. So understanding that, uh, specifically for their national teams, understanding this this that we will help the, them to to improve their their to improve during the matches or to 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 have better performance and so so uh, my, my next research in in the brazilian team is to understand their reco their recovery profile so i think that i can i can help the players to to, to improve their their performance just because of the 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 Brazilian, uh, the, the the national team team way. Because if if I'm in the club, I will study other things. But as I'm in a national team, I need to understand better this recovery because it's the, the most important thing for for them, as we have a short time with them. Absolutely. Well, Guy, thank you very much for coming on. I really do appreciate it. Where, where's the best pe place that people can reach out to you, ask you any questions? Talk about your research. Talk about what you do. Where's the, where's the best place? Yes, uh, that's my pleasure to to be with you here. It's a very nice nice talk. I think uh, maybe Twitter. Uh, my Twitter is Gui Passos Ramos. So I couldn't put my all my name because no one okay. could. Say. <laughs> so it's Gui Passos Ramos, and my Instagram is also the the same Gui Passos Ramos. Perfect. But, yes. So. Thank you very much for the, the opportunity. I, I'm not sure, and I apologize for my my English. Long time that I do not speak in English, so Keep, if, do I, not if I say something wrong, just do not, apologize. Do not do not apologize, please. We could th this could not have happened if you hadn't have been able to speak such good English. So it's uh, <laughs> it's my pleasure to speak to you, and thank you very much for for speaking in English and not um not being too hard on me when I can't even pronounce your name. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So thank you very much. Thank you very much, Gay. Speak to you soon. See ya. Bye-bye. 
Thanks for tuning in to episode 315 of the Pacey Performance Podcast. Massive thanks to Guy for giving up his time, coming on the podcast, talking English, which is not his first language, which I have so much respect for, but really appreciate him coming on. His English is superb, so there's no need for him to apologise as he did uh, in this episode. Big thanks to Hawking Dynamics, I Measure You, Black Box Fitness, Kitman Labs and Perch for sponsoring this episode today. The podcast could not run in its current form without these guys, so always, always appreciate it. So this comes in the week where I announced that the podcast, the Pace Performance Podcast, had been downloaded 5 million times. So an extra thanks to everyone who's tuned in for one minute or every episode over the last seven years. It could not have been possible without you guys and your support. So really, really do appreciate it. So thanks for tuning in to this episode, and I will chat to you next week.